Venusaur, the dead-eyed plant Pokemon. No matter how good the news you tell this Pokemon, it still treats it like, yeah, whatever, I'm Venusaur. Who's that Pokemon? Yes, hello everybody and welcome to the podcast Who's That Pokemon? The podcast hosted by Brandon Zellman and Colin Gossel where we talk about every single Pokemon in a lot of detail and a lot of silly, silly times. That melodious voice that you hear across the way from me is Mr. Brandon Zellman. La 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 la. Comedian extraordinaire. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Zellman. I Oh, yeah, wait, no, I'll introduce you. And, and that <laughs> melodious, uh, uh, erroneous voice over there that you hear is Colin Gossel, also on the keys. And you can follow him, follow him at Colin Gossel on the Twitter as well. Ooh, baby, if you are joining us for the first time, this is, in fact, a Pokemon podcast where we really, honestly, just talk about every single Pokemon. We break it down. We uh, we try to stay positive. Very positive. Uh, you know, every Pokemon gets its day, and today is a great day. This is a really, literally huge day because we finally made it to the f- end of our first series of evolutions. Our first episode was Bulbasaur, second Ivysaur. We've reached episode three, Venusaur. And I can't tell you how many people suggested that we combine all three of these into one episode. Yeah, they really... Everyone that we spoke to about this podcast really drove home the point. Are you going to do a whole episode about each Pokemon even after you've done two episodes preceding Mm. just, for example, Venusaur that are about a Pokemon that is not that different from Venusaur? Eerily similar to Venusaur in many ways. I will say Venusaur is... More different from Ivysaur than Ivysaur is from Bulbasaur. That's absolutely true. We were, I'll be honest, we were scared going into Ivysaur. We didn't know what was going to happen. (laughs) I think it worked out all right, Colin. You've listened to it back, right? Of our two episodes, it was in the top five. Wow, that's great. Uh, In this one, I have prediction, top two. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ruling out the Ivysaur episode. Hey, look, no, I'm very proud of that episode. If you haven't listened, check us out. You could scroll back through your iTunes or your podcast app and just check it out uh you know we got a bulbasaur we got an ivysaur episode here it is episode number three venusaur without any further ado brandon let's dig into the big boy venusaur himself because if, if you're a, if you're a long time listener if you've been listening all the way since uh yesterday when we released ivysaur you'll know that uh, what was it 80 percent of ivysaurs are male as opposed to 20 percent which are female that mm-hmm, will probably mm-hmm. carry true to venusaurs as well well i could tell you right now looking at it me. it seems like the gender ratio is 87.5 percent male what 12.5 percent female honestly that explains the dead eyes yes <laughs> it does <laughs> <laughs> that explains venusaurs just lifeless doesn't give a shit uh dull eyes his they're half closed they never get more than half closed uh i know that i'm skipping a little forward here but a personal poker memory is watching the pokemon movie where there's two venusaurs oh uh, yeah two venusaurs <laughs> okay new rule for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> only calling it a venusaur only two venusaurs oh, uh in the pokemon movie and they fight each other it's a big deal they never open their eyes all the way it's as if they're like tired and they don't want to be in this climactic does it get shocked ever does it i don't know it's seen so much it's tree 
took so many years to grow. Well, you know what, though? I bet, like, if you shock Venusaur in the way that, like, if you shock Brock, it, it, he uh-huh. turns into that crazy anime style where his eyes open up all the way, and you're like, oh, Brock, eyes. That's I so bet it's the same with Venusaurs. I bet if you scared a Venusaur. I'm sorry, what? What animal was it? What I'm, I'm so sorry. Venusaur. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Venusaur, which, oh, even, also fun. Also fun. Um, I, I found an alliteration for uh, its... Um, uh, Japanese pronunciation was that right? Alliteration. I found the the uh, where it's written out. Oh, a phonetic. Phonetic. I'm sorry. Yes, I found the phonetic. Great. And are you ready for this? Please. Just reading Please. the phonetics. I could be goofing it up, but it seems like in Japan, Ivysaur is called Fushigabana. Fushigabana. <laughs> Fushigabana. That's Ivysaur. I'm sorry, Venusaur. 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 Uh, I'm sorry, Venusaur. Venusaur. Thank you. Venusaur equals Fushigibana. Fushigibana, which is a place I would visit. It sounds. It It reminds me of Dolce Cabana. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking of some sort of cabana. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense, honestly. I bet. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's in in English. All of these Pokemon are named after the thing that they're kind of doing. I bet there's some kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> looks know. like Why a palm tree, like a vacation, like yeah. a Dolce Cabana, like a nice cabana. Mm-hmm. It, it all mm-hmm. fits. Mm-hmm. A few details about the uh, the height and weight of Venusaur. We've got a drastic, drastic uh, increase in both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Venusaur is six feet. No, wait, how do I read? Oh, that's a, there's a Venusaur and Mega Venusaur. Sorry. Uh, Venusaur is six feet, seven inches tall. That's two meters. So double what Ivysaur was. My about God. the height of a human man. Well, uh, I mean, I'm not six, six, uh, oh, it's six, uh, seven. Yes. Yeah, I'm not I guess si- we're not. Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's a tall human man. About the size of, of a, a basketball, short basketball playing, playing right? human man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, who, who's a basketball player who's six feet, seven okay, inches tall? Okay, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look right, it up. Please do. Basketball player. Uh, Are con- we revealing that we know nothing about basketball? Uh, <laughs> yeah, to sorry to lose all those fans who clearly thought that we knew about, oh my God. Yeah. All, these guys are tall. These guys are tall. Maybe there aren't even any. Uh, no, 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 no. I found a list of the tallest players. While you're looking that up, I'll also say that your average Venusaur weighs 220 pounds, uh, which means that it's pretty dense. You know, like I'm five foot ten and 140 pounds. What? I'm much on the skinnier side. I guess I mean, Colin, I'm not saying anything crazy. Here. I can tell but, you that the average Venusaur, on average, is one inch shorter than LeBron James. What? Which means, I know it, you all know it, Venusaur can dunk. (laughs) Does LeBron dunk? Is he a dunker? I think LeBron can do literally anything the game of basketball asks him to do. If it can be thought of, LeBron James can do it. And if Venusaur could do it too, wow, that's just amazing. Honestly, he probably doesn't even have to leave the ground to dunk though because he's got those vines that come out from his sides. He's got those vines that those come vines. out from they his come sides. Out from his side. He's got the vines got that vines. come out from they his sides. Out. This is really fine. Funny. Fine, looking for the sign. He's a vine. I'm singing like Space Jam. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, Sorry. everybody, get up! It's time to Venusaur. <laughs> got a real vine going now. Welcome to the Venusaur. People don't want this. Amazing. This is what they come here for. This is what they came here for. Uh, should we serve them up with some sweet, sweet Pokefacts from the Pokedex? I think that'd be great. Why don't you read? Uh, well, here's actually, I'll say, even before we get into it, oh. are you ready for something? Brandon, are you ready for this? You even have to ask. Please tell me. Do you know that 
when, oh boy, feel free to tweet at us if I'm wrong. But if, I'm pretty sure that in uh, the first era of Pokemon games in Japan, mm-hmm. it was not Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. I think you've mentioned this to me before, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's definitely one it of was these. blue and green. I thought it was red and green. Red and green. That I makes could, more I sense. I don't know. I'm not sure. But when they brought over here, they were like, fuck this Pokemon. And honestly, that's fucked up. That's so messed up. That's why we do this podcast. I mean, think of the iconic art that Blastoise and Charizard got. You remember what I'm talking about? Yes. With the profiles and they're like streaky And it looks paint. really epic. Yeah. And kids look we at never those got cartridges like every day. For their entire young lives. And those images are burned into their mind. Venusaur was deprived of that. Why? Because, I don't know, because some American thought that flowers weren't strong and cool, which they 100% are. I mean, look at look at this right now. It's like, hey! There it is! The Pokemon, oh. it looked pretty cool. It did. Honestly, less cool than Charizard and Blast. Yes. So I do get that. But hey, you know what? You know what? Cool. His mouth is open way too wide. I yeah, know. he's like, hey, it's me! We'll tweet out that picture Rawr. for you guys. We're going to tweet that out. Colin, yeah? you better keep track of all these things we say we're going to tweet out. Brandon, I have a memory like a steel trap. I keep track of everything. I tweet it all out. Um, we should uh, mention that Colin's day job is he is a trapper. That he, is true. And I'm... his memory works in his advantage. For <laughs> okay, here's some poker facts that might be of interest to you guys. Uh, it says here, this is a very basic one. Uh, for red and blue, the plant blooms when it is absorbing solar energy. It stays on the move to seek sunlight. Did you know that the flower on Venusaur's back moved around towards the sunlight? Well, I, you know, I know that that's how it happens with flowers. Right. And I know that this is also an autonomous being, different from flowers in that it just like moves way faster and has like more animal-like moves. But I did not know that. That makes sense. Yes, sir. Of course it loves sunlight. I, can you imagine if, uh, Venusaur in New York City, though? It'd need to take a lot of vitamin D. Yeah. It would probably vitamins. have to like sit on the windowsill of a penthouse apartment being taken care of by like a very wealthy lady who didn't have to go to work during the day because she had made her riches early in life. This sounds honestly like a different version of the villain Giovanni, who's just, <laughs> like, where he's just like, all right, okay, we've got two ideas. One, he's the leader of Team Rocket, right? And he's mm-hmm. Giovanni, yeah, yeah. and he's I got see, a I'm big cat. You. This is great. Makes perfect okay, sense. But we've got this other idea. It's this rich old mm-hmm. lady who made her riches early in life, and she lives in a New York City penthouse and has a Venusaur on her windowsill. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. That is amazing. Uh, Thank you, inventor of Pokemon. That's right. Thank you so much. Uh, this one caught my eye, too. Uh, a bewitching aroma wafts from its flower, but the crucial part, a f- the fragrance from the flower becomes those engaged in battle. If you're fighting a Venusaur and you start smelling that flower, you're like, Oh damn, that flower smells really nice. <laughs> I've got I've got an, a slightly possibly even creepier version of that. Please and this send is me. from uh, Pokemon Diamond Pearl Platinum. After a rainy day, the flower on its back smells stronger. <laughs> the scent attracts other Pokemon. That Ew. sounds honestly, it sounds I don't want to apply some weird uh sexual thing to this Pokemon yeah, this early never in the done podcast. That. But but honestly, it sounds like it's it's it sounds like it's a very interesting smell. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I, uh, you let up a lot, and then you left it completely vague. 
<laughs> I love it. All right, here. Um, I want to do one more. I'm picking it right out of the right out of the air here. This is from Pokemon uh, Generation Six version X. By spreading the broad petals of its flower and catching the sun rays, it fills its body with power. That was a total letdown. One second. Here's a new one. Uh, oh, there's a lot of repeats lower down here. Well, oh, Colin, let me usurp you for a second. Right, please do, because Brandon. this is I actually, so I, I think if we, if we talk about Venusaur's name, if we're talking Vini's name, uh, then we could get, we should get into like the etymology of where it's coming from. And it honestly plays into this thing of being like a sexy smell uh, as the, that we were alluding to. People are really into this smell. Think of Venus. Venus was the ancient Italian goddess of gardens and spring, and she was identified by the Romans with Aphrodite as the goddess of love and beauty. Oh, we got a so, double tie-in here. Yes. Gardens so, and also wanting to do it. Yeah, she, that's that's Aphrodite, the goddess of wanting to do it. Yeah. Um, that's right. But, in, you know, uh, Venus, the, the second dictionary definition is an exceptionally beautiful woman, which, ma'am, that's an old word for sure. They they've been saying that for a long time. That yeah. word. Yeah. This one, Venus, is so deep in our collective culture, culture and consciousness that we couldn't help but put it on Venusaur, the Pokemon that literally lures people into having sex with it with its amazing <laughs> rainy smell. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about consent. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Here. We have to do this once an episode. <laughs> we really mandated do. segment. <laughs> it's really important. Uh, don't have sex with animals. Never. Absolutely not. Uh, even fictional animals, even plant. Right. Even even though it's a plant, it's also a Pokemon. This one is. It, we should. We did not plan to do this segment, no. but it is important that we say that just because it has plants as part of its body doesn't mean that it's not also an animal. And this leads us right into our second court-ordered segment, Should You Have Sex With Plants? <laughs> the jury's kind of out on okay, this one, Okay, but I will say this. I'm taking, a, I'm taking a strong stance on this. Yes, you may have sex with plants. You think you can? You certainly okay. shouldn't okay. if you don't want to. No, absolutely not. But Consent for you. Hold on. Here's the thing. What if... Oh, God. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. I... <laughs> This is terrible. Well, okay, well, I don't know that you should have sex with plants, but mm. you could probably, you probably could, and I bet that they, there's some like nice oils that come off of them that you could use for when you're having sex with yourself. An excellent point, Brandon, and I appreciate how you're always trying to convince me to have sex with plants. I haven't done it yet, but Brandon is always saying I should be having more sex Colin, with plants. He's very Colin, I know you're in a long committed relationship. I am. But I would never cheat on you. There a is plant. nothing like. Touch of a plant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man. Wow. No. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, we'll see how much of this makes it to I, the I final. Have, I have. I want to. I want to say something else. Something that we've kind of pushed past with the All name. Right. Obviously, Venus. Venus flytrap. Oh yeah. Because of Venus flytrap. So I'm looking still um, here at the at the etymology dictionary. Uh, it's applied to in English to any beautiful, attractive woman by 1570s. That was a. Uh, a term that they were just generally throwing around because they needed to name what they were experiencing when they saw a, a, a pretty woman. They were like, we need to name this. Someone feeling. come up with a word for this <laughs> horrible desire. Um, it was the name of the most brilliant planet from late 13th century. Of course, the planet Venus. Very beautiful. It's very is, close to us. Of course, as we know, the color. Blue. Uh-huh. Perfect. Which is also the color of. Black. 
Uh, oh no. <laughs> Venus is is uh, red. Oh, is it really? Oh, it's orangey. Oh, I messed really that up. I don't know why I thought it was oh, no, blue. No, but maybe it's also bluish. I don't know. These pictures are far and away very different. Um, it's not the red planet though. That's Mars. I'm no astronomer. I'm I'm no astronomer. Astronomer. I'm no astronomer. Venusor <laughs> and astronomer. I'm no astronomer. I'm more of a physicist myself. Um, hold on. Uh, so okay, wait, wait. Uh, so yeah, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, oh boy, uh, the Venus flytrap. Um, was discovered in 1760 by Arthur Dobbs in North Carolina. It's strange that there's uh, one guy who they know discovered it. And in North Carolina. Of all places. I mean, certainly it existed, and I'm sure if it was found in North Carolina... Native Americans Americans, knew all about it. Yeah, there were indigenous people who Mm -hmm. knew about that for a very long time before. So what they should really say is uh, the guy who wrote it down one time and took it back to the racist sent. Yep, he sent the description to Collinson in England. The Central Atlantic Coast Algonquin name for the plant... Uh, are you ready for for this? Which so is, ready. This is the name that that this that Venusaur should have had. <laughs> okay? You say Venusaur. I'm uh, okay. Lose my mind. Okay. okay. Listen, listen. The proper name for Venusaur is should be named after the Algonquin name for the Venus flytrap. In my opinion, here it is. Tippity witchity. <gasps> Tippity witchity. <laughs> doesn't that blow, doesn't that blow your expectations out of the water? Venusaur is gone. Venusaur is gone. R.I.P. Venusaur. R.I.P. Venusaur. Long live Tippity, Tippity witchity. Tippity witchity. Oh, that's so Man, great. Man, you gotta love the Algonquins. That's so stupid that's that they unreal. tried to change that name and they didn't do it well. It wasn't successful. Tippity witchity will never die. Honest. Uh, so, I mean, just some things we've covered so far. It's it's Venusaur. It was the face of Pokemon Green. Uh, the, the, a, a beautiful woman. It releases a stanky smell that makes you want to fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Or just calms you down. This or is just kind calms of a matter of debate. Uh, I don't even know what the difference is. And what? Brandon is really into calm, yeah. motionless <laughs> just sex. Calm. Cal- yeah, I, what, me having sex looks like uh, what a Venusaur's face looks like at all times. Eyes have Calm, closed. cool, collect. Slow Sometimes breathing. my mouth opens yeah. real big, but that's about <laughs> it. Just at the end there. Um, all right. Okay. I feel good on that. I feel good on that. Yeah. Um, I think we've given everyone a really great baseline that they understand what the rest of the episode is in context of now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just uh, – I found some of these uh, – some of the Pokemon moves. Oh, sure. I just thought we'd, we'd share. By all means. Um, a few interesting moves. I know for, for one – I remember teaching my Venusaur some solar beam and being like, holy moly, solar beam's the best. You remember that move? Yes. Suck in the sun, wait a Sucked minute, in. and then you go, brah, brah. <laughs> yeah, you, you go, brah, brah. And then <laughs> like, his brah. hype man would be like, damn. <laughs> Venusaur's, <laughs> Venusaur's hype man, which is Ivysaur, I yeah, guess. I would guess uh, so. Oh, what a Here, bad hype man. As we determined, a, a very emotional Pokemon. Here's a question. How do you think that Ivysaur feels about Venusaur? I think... Um, I think that secretly, deep down, Ivysaur kind of like admires Venusaur, but would never admit it. That's interesting. Uh, I guess it's the greater question of like, do Pokemon want to evolve? This is wow. the David Tennant problem, you know. Like, right. do, 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 I, do they, they, they want to go? go? Do, do they, they want to re- go? They, do they retain their memories but take on a new personality? Uh, 
probably they retain their memories. Yeah, I mean, they must. It really right? is like a doctor number 12 situation. Mm-hmm. Doctor mm-hmm. number 11. Then, but then you remember, I mean, we're, we'll talk about it when we get there, but Charmeleon to Charmander, you know, it's like didn't respect him, didn't have mm-hmm. enough badges, so they have the memories, but... Yeah, and when <sighs> he turned into Charizard, he straight up, like, roasted Ash. Like on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, he would burn him on fire, and then he like joined this weird cult where he's like, "I'm gonna sit in this, hang out lake. with all the other Charizards yeah, in this Charizard." But you know what? Mountain. This isn't Charizard. No, this is not Charizard. This Nor is, is it Ivysaur. I should have never brought yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, you can bring it up. You can bring it up. As long as we come back to Venusaur, honestly, of Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur, Venusaur is the strongest. Yes, Bulbasaur is the most well known, and I think the nicest. And the nicest. Yes. Yeah, he's still fresh to the world. Yeah, Venusaur. Is not it just doesn't seem like a friendly Pokemon. It seems sort of like it seems honestly, it seems kind of like a like a like a boar. Yeah. Well, hang out with. I imagine Venusaur as like Venusaur that tenured professor at Harvard who's been around so long that she or he knows all of the tricks and is like yeah that's six foot seven and is six two hundred and twenty pound professor at Harvard has a with giant a flower coming its out back. of its back and they're teaching classes but they don't really care the only reason they're still around is they're tenured and also you know they're a fucking genius mm-hmm. uh, but anywho we've got some segments we got to do Brandon people uh, are begging okay, for these wait, segments um, I I actually just one more thing about the name Brandon people are Pokemon. banging on my walls asking for segments Colin Colin, Colin. I just discovered that apparently the Japanese name of this Pokemon is a pun. It's a really? Japanese pun. You ready for this? Okay. Guys, um, hold it down. The segments are coming. Brandon, tell us Colin, about Colin, these pun. are mystical people you are inventing in your mind. Uh, the, I hear them. Okay, so Fushigibana, right? Right. Is a pun on Fushigi Nahana, which means strange flower. Oh. So he's a pun. There and you, you know what? I buy that. I think Venusaur is a walking pun. <laughs> he looks like the kind of person who doesn't like the fact that he <laughs> is a walking pun, but has to deal with that reality nonetheless. There you go. There you go. Any um, word on whether, uh, I don't want to mispronounce it, Tippy. <laughs> Tippity Witchity. Tippity Witchity is also a pun in the Native American language. I mean, let's dive into what <laughs> No, that let's is. not. Never mind. Let's no, we're moving it. on. We've got a segment coming your way, and I'm just going to dive right in. Are you ready for this, Brandon? Y'all ready for this? Friends, we have a very interesting segment called Pokemon vs. Animal. This is the segment where we pit a Pokemon up against its real-world equivalent in a battle to the death. All right, so first off, we need to determine what the real-world equivalent Mm -hmm. is of this Pokemon. I think I have one. Do you have one? You go ahead first. Okay, my real-world equivalent, you know, the real reality version of a Venusaur is um, is a giant bulldog in the woods. It's a giant bulldog in the woods. There's a field of flowers in the woods, and he's rolling around in them, and he's also a giant. He's sort of like the fictional character. I'm now... Going back into fictional characters, you know the you know that Inhumans dog thing. No. The, oh man. Okay. The bi- there's this big like teleporting dog. I'm gonna show you a picture. Teleporting dog. Yeah. I yeah, like the yeah. sound He's of this. He's in the Inhumans, and he looks like this, and that's kind of like a Venusaur, right? Oh yeah, it does. Kind of right, and he's got like a weird thing on his head. 
Oh, wait. Do you even see the thing? He's got like a little f- fork on his head. And his name is Lockjaw. And you Aww. know what? Lockjaw is another totally decent name for Venusaur. We've got Venusaur. We've got Venusaur. We've got Tippity Witchity. Tippity Witchity. So I would say Big Bulldog in the Woods. What would you say? I think and this one was hard for me because the thing about Venusaur is that the head is very wide set, like a very like wide head, which is something you don't encounter on a lot of reptiles that are that big. Like I was thinking at first, of course, skink, you know, gecko, like a kind of small one that has a face that looks kind of like that. But in the end, I think I've got to go with a crocodile, like a big saltwater crocodile uh who is uh once again in the woods you know because they got that plant going on that's the only sort of reptile i felt that really matched uh venusaur for its size and power Uh, okay the closest in the real world what do you say it one more time what word what the thing you're describing is a large saltwater crocodile okay Okay. in the woods so out of its... we've, we've both put them in the woods. Well, that's where they got to be. It, they've got to be in the woods because in the real world, plants are not animals. No, in the real world, and this is a fun fact, uh, in the real world, <laughs> you can't grow a flower out of your back, let alone a giant tree, uh, especially uh, if you're a reptile. Sure, sure. Okay, so let's go, uh, let's go with mine. Okay. <laughs> All right, so yours, the... Big it's a bulldog, a big bulldog. In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> Who would win, bulldog uh, or Venusaur? Well, here's a question: Can your bulldog teleport as it could in your television show? Probably. Oh no, 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 no! Well, this then, is just a big bulldog. I'd have to send it probably to Venusaur then. Okay, hold on, hold yes. on, hold I, on. I know, hold shocking. On, hold shocking. on, hold on. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. All right, Venusaur. Right, it's got. It can shoot beams, right? Yes. Shoot light beams. It's got That's big. True. Big uh, vines, right? It goes right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can shoot. uh, It could shoot razor leaves. Razor leaves. It's also let's not forget. It's six feet seven (laughs) seven inches tall. So very large. So even though I'm saying a giant bulldog, right? How big is this bulldog when you say giant? Is it the biggest a bulldog can be? And I'm gonna look up what that is. I'd say no more than seventy pounds. Bulldog. How big can a bulldog? get and the answer according to google is um 50 pounds yeah so i was even giving it a couple extra pounds the biggest the biggest one is 50 pounds okay i definitely grows to about a foot and three inches tall okay venusaur's got the edge okay i know you're saying this i know you're saying this but venusaur's not nimble right okay can't move around that fast bulldogs very fast that's true they go and they run through the grass, right? Okay. Okay. And remember, it's in the woods, so it's in its home turf. <laughs> bulldogs, That's true. Bulldogs are born from the jungle. That's right. right? Bulldogs were evolved in the woods. Uh-huh. Okay, we well, this. honestly, okay. uh... Wait, I, I got one gonna... more thing. I got okay. one more thing. All right. Uh, you ever see a bulldog? They're so cute. Yes. They've got those little scrunchy little stupid faces. Oh, my God, yes. And there's a lot of YouTube videos about bulldogs. Let's and not... I think that's to its advantage. I think a Venusaur would get starstruck. You heard it here first. Folks. To your credit, also, Bulldog was the dog that beat White Fang in a dog fight in the classic novel White Fang. Uh, wow, a book that no one has read since 1910 that Colin right. definitely knows and loves. I love Jack London. Did Jack London write White Fang? Can I tell you something about White Fang? Yes. 
I have a Spotify playlist that's really long that I play sometimes when I'm trying to download something. I don't want my computer to go to sleep, and I didn't set up just the not go to sleep thing. And it's just the audiobook of White Fang is like four really? times in a row. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a strange coincidence. <laughs> yeah, it is bizarre. I it's purposefully there because I know I will never listen. To <laughs> All right, Brandon. Uh, honestly, I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you. I think Venusaur would win, but you know who would win in a fight against Venusaur? It's just a saltwater crocodile in okay. the woods. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? I think it would put up quite a fight. It could do the grab and roll thing. Absolutely. Although it still has hundreds of pounds on it, I think. Maybe. Although maybe not. Honestly, it's quite big. Are you looking it up? I am Col- looking it up. Colin's looking up how big is a saltwater crocodile. And uh, I, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's ravenous. It's got to be quite big. Males can be 880 Holy pounds. Holy moly. Whoa, it will 100%. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. That's the low it. end of the spectrum. Oh, they my can God. be up to 2,200 pounds. Wait, what? That's what it says here. That's male. That's the male size. Okay. Female wait. is only up to 220. They're a lot smaller. 220? Yeah, that's the female. And the other one's... A thousand pounds? Yeah, it's ten times larger. That is disgusting. Google thing. Yeah, that is lots disgusting of rampant toxic masculinity God in the crocodile damn community. It. That right is now. disgusting. All right. Well, okay, fair enough. All right, fine, sure. Sure. Honestly, can I admit something to you right now, Brandon? Uh-huh. I came into the segment and I was going to root for the crocodile because I wanted to root for the underdog, but after reading how big saltwater crocodiles are, I realized Venusaur doesn't stand a chance. Hold on. You wanted to root for the underdog, and yeah. you didn't vote for the bulldog versus the Pokemon? <laughs> well, I, you know, that one was too far even for me. I'm like, no way. Bulldog's okay. going okay. down. Okay, Colin, who are you going to vote for in the battle of Venusaur versus an artichoke? Well, in that one, I think it goes even farther, and I'll vote for the artichoke. Okay, yeah, or I guess Venusaur and the flower that they put on your plate when you order a nice dish and they put a little flower on it. It's like this rotation, you see. So order crocodile. The crocodile would wins. Okay. But then the bulldog is too much of an underdog, so I would vote for Venusaur. But artichoke, it's even more of an underdog. Okay. So it swings I, back. Then I've got one, another one, yet another one for okay. you. Venusaur versus um, like a like a sugar flower on a birthday cake. That, it goes even farther. The Venusaur would win. There's no way that a sugar flower could beat Venusaur. Okay. On okay. the other hand, yeah. If Venusaur went up against like the recipe. For that single <laughs> petal of uh-huh, a flower, uh-huh. you might get too confused, might pass out. How do you beat an abstract <laughs> it, idea? It's suffering from confusion. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what? That holds up, and I definitely am not going to dig deeper Thank into you. that. Thank you. Um, we are actually up to our next segment. This one is a timeless classic. It's actually our first repeat segment of all time. Repeat segment. Ooh, and this segment, of course, is called... Could you ride it? And we did this segment with which Pokemon? We did the segment with uh, Bulbasaur. Yeah, of course. And you know what? I'll tell, I'll tell you right now. I think this is a game of could versus should-a. should ya. Uh-huh. Right. Could, could you ride a Venusaur? Versus should ya. And yes, yeah. I'll say 100%. This is a big fuck animal. It's huge. It's so big. You it's could, not as big, apparently, as the real life thing that could eat your whole family. I would put my legs around its tree. 
Yeah, that's how you hold do it. it like that. That's how you do it. And the tree is probably only like two feet tall, so it's probably very comfortable to get your arms around if it's not too spiky or whatnot. Yeah, it does kind of look like pineapple material, but I yeah. guess it also looks like pine tree material, and neither of those are fun to hold on to. That brings us into the next question. Should you? Yeah, and I would say nah. No, probably Maybe not. if you're a geodude and your skin is rock. Yes. And, but you know what? Okay, this is just a slight – this is just a sneak preview, but – one of Geodude's unspoken powers is that it is a Brandon. flying rock. I'll just say it. Brandon. It's a sneak preview. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to We're get ahead of We're not supposed to be talking about Geodude right now. I just now. got real excited. I haven't podcast. thought about Geodude We're gonna since We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Listen, give it six months. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be a Geodude, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Listen. Feel free to tweet at us, hashtag Geodude problems, <laughs> uh, anytime that we get ahead of ourselves. Right, of course. That's always Geodude problems. Um, so, yeah, I guess in the game of coulda versus shoulda, I would say definitely coulda. Uh, probably not shoulda. Also, though, it's got that sweet aroma coming off of it. You, oh, I imagine man. a lot of people try to like get on board of the smell train. You if know? you got up on board, you started riding a Venusaur and it gave off that smell, you might fall asleep, fall off the Venusaur, or alternatively get so turned on <laughs> that it becomes a very uncomfortable <laughs> trip for everyone involved. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants that. We nobody need to remind it. you once again, nobody wants the version where you have sex with a Venusaur. Nobody wants it. No uh, one wants us to talk about it. But you know I what? Agree. We're going to keep <laughs> doing it. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh, man. We're going to have an apology episode at some right, point. That's right. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for talking about that. We got another, we got another segment coming yeah, up. Yeah, let's right? push right into our next segment. I'm very excited to talk about this next segment where Colin is definitely going to play some, some football-y music right now. Yeah, football, because this is the Pokemon Fantasy Draft, drafting 2018's biggest Poke prospects to the NFL. Yeah! Oh, so Colin. Hey. Uh, do you want to draft Venusaur? In what position do you want to draft Venusaur? How well would it fit into your current fantasy football team? Well, as, as everyone knows, as Everyone knows how this works is that we've got a running fantasy football <laughs> roster where we can choose to draft Pokemon into it or we can leave them on the sidelines. Currently, the roster is completely empty because we're <laughs> on episode three and this is the first time we've done this segment. I am absolutely going to draft Venusaur. Oh, yeah. This guy yeah. would make an amazing addition and I'll tell you where. Unexpected position. I'm going to draft him into my defense special teams. <laughs> okay. Okay, wow, yeah, no, that uh, is very interesting. Uh, I think uh, defense makes sense, right? He's a big man. He's this a guy, big guy. You can't get past him. And you know what? You think that it's just that he's like big like a linebacker, but it's not just that. Special teams, too, he's got those vines. Great for intercepting. He can hold multiple people back. He can friggin' like uh, reach behind the line of scrimmage and take uh-huh, down uh-huh, uh-huh, the enemy uh-huh, quarterback. Uh-huh. That is sacks for days. Uh-huh, sacks uh-huh, for uh-huh. days. Venusaur is going to literally make you, I think, a tier one wide receiver amount of points from the defense special team slot, which is unheard of. It's unheard of. Colin, that's really incredible. I actually have, I, as much as that is sort of out of left field, uh-huh. I think uh, my option is also definite yes, uh, yes. But I'm drafting Venusaur as a running back. As a ru- as this a running is back. Yeah. Incredibly <laughs> yeah. unexpected. Okay. So check this out. Okay. Right. Uh, Venusaur. You're thinking, wow, very short legs, very big build, heavy oh, animal. Probably can't run very fast. This. You do? Yeah, maybe. Do you? Yeah. Go ahead. So. Finish where I'm going. I think with this. you think like 
If Venusaur can run even just a little bit, his center of gravity is so low that he's never going to be brought down. He'd be like the bus. He's an old Jerome Bettis. He just breaks through. Oh, this is actually different than what I was thinking. What I was thinking, what I was thinking was that. Uh, it would distract players with its flowery spine. Oh. And while it was doing that, it was doing a little viney, viney toss-toss with the ball. Mm, and viney, it's just running toss-toss. it over. And and then I'll say, and then I'll say, are you ready for this? Yes. Imagine how cute a Venusaur and, uh, 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 dance would be in the end zone. Where it's just like, like where it's just like, which is what I'm in football for. I'm in for the fun dances. It would do. Can you? It would do a little dab with its vines. With its vines, that would oh, be man. adorable. A vine dab, that would be cute as hell. Well, listen, we disagree on where we would put him in the roster, but we absolutely agree. Uh, fantasy football fans, get Venusaur on your team. ASAP. This is a must-have pickup, especially since I suspect he's sitting on the waiver wire for many of you. Uh, uh, say, Colin, I'm just, yeah. I'm just adding, um, I'm just adding to our list of segments for this uh, podcast. What could possibly, Some, um, what could possibly be something about dabbing? Da- oh, good. Something about it's just going to be a segment called something about how this Pokemon dabs. This is for the kids. This we want to reach out for the is, kids. Yeah, yeah. We've clearly uh, showed that we, this is a podcast for children <laughs> <laughs> in the way that we have um, <laughs> sexualized these these Pokemon in a really grotesque way. Um, Very deeply real, disturbing <laughs> way. Truly disturbing, inappropriate. Once again, mm. fully we apologize. In, in humor. Yeah, we, we really we're not happy about we, it. We just. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. Anyhow. I don't know. It's Listen, bad. do we got another segment coming up here? We do. We have another segment called Meowth Test. This is the segment where we talk about what this Pokemon would sound like speaking English. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I think typically the way this goes, typically, despite us only having done this segment one time before, right. uh, is that you and I are going to uh, put on our, our, our Venusaur voices. We're going to th- see what we think they talk like, and then we're going to have a little convo. A little convo, so people can see what it might be like to have two Venusaurs speaking with each other. Because, of course, Venusaurs understand when they talk with each other, though to us it just sounds like the same Venusaur and, over and, and over Do they say Vena, Vena, or Venusaur? They say Venusaur, right? I think it's a mixer. Right? I think... A mixer? It's a mixer. Yeah, okay. So, well, we definitely know that when we're doing this scene, we're doing it at a Venusaur mixer. Mixer, you know? We yeah. got everyone's bonding over drinks, little cocktail tables. <laughs> I think I've got a pretty good idea of what jazz. Venusaur talks like. Okay. Why don't we both, um, uh, on the count of three, say, uh, say um, uh, hello, it's so nice to be here as Venusaur. We're going to say the same thing at the same time? Yeah. Great. Ready? One, two, Oh, wait, what am I supposed to be saying? One, two, three, and then hello, it's so nice to be here. Fantastic. One, two, three. Hello, it's so nice to be be here. Oh, yours was much more upbeat than mine. Oh, let's hear yours. All right. So, that was yours? I decided I had to come here because... I don't know. My daughter says I need to be getting out more. So, uh, Your daughter, a Bulbasaur. Yeah, she thinks that I uh, haven't moved on since my wife died. Oh, you might have heard she was one of the she was one of the eighty seven percent of female Venusaurs oh who died in that accident. Uh, oh dear, I'm yeah, so sorry to hear that. It's okay. Uh, 
Look, I, I'm a, I'm a Ash Ketchum. Can I catch you and, and remove your freedom? Uh, I mean, give it your best shot. Give it your best shot if you okay, want. Uh, yeah, um, Ultra Ball, go. Uh, <laughs> I'm inside a Pokeball now. An Ultra Ball, I guess. Wow, this is uh, uh, this is okay. Okay, yeah, no, right, I, so that's I'm, my take. Uh, yeah, I guess what I was playing it as more of like a like a fancy aristocratic Venusaur, which is not really what the segment's about. Well, but let's he hear is a little at bit a of it. Let's hear a little d- bit of it. dinner party. Oh, hello, it's me, a Venusaur. Welcome. Please have some. Do, do you like eating plants? We've got your nice tray of plants over here. You like eating other plants? Oh. We've got some plants over here too. It's great to meet you. I'm Brock. Uh, this looks delicious. Did you make these yourself? Yes, I did. Uh, just kidding. Of course, I have a staff. I'm a very aristocratic Venusaur. You're like, keep taking on and putting off a monocle. You keep putting on and taking off a monocle. Yes, well, I have vine arms. They just kind of like place it here and there. And and the vi- the monocle is also only half of an eye because I never open my eyes fully. Surely you understand, Brock. Yes, trust me. People are always trying to get me to do it. But it's not until I get really scared in my animation style, which is that scary 70s version, that I can do that. Mm, say, Brock, yeah. would you mind putting out that cigarette you're smoking because it's giving me a real anxiety attack. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just that, I don't know, something about this house is so sultry. I feel like I need to have a cigarette. Oh, going. well, uh, Brock, perhaps I can show you uh, the closet area. Oh, I, okay. I'd love that. Yes. Sure. Uh, Locking you in the closet. Sure. Oh, ah, no. Cha, cha, cha. Uh, Brock, this is for your own good. Sometimes Here, my... Let me out. No, listen to me, Brock. Brock, what? look. Sometimes people have sultry feelings about my flower, but I must remind you that it's not okay to feel that way about a Pokemon. So I'm just going to let you cool down in there. Just chill out a little bit. We got to, There's a bathroom in there. You can't see it, but my eyes are completely open. I'm so freaked out right now. Okay, well, listen to me, Brock. Look. What? Look. It's per- your feelings are natural. However, they're also not at all okay to have. So why don't you and just... And <laughs> scene. Great. That one had a good moral to it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I feel like we're really driving that home. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck Pokemon. Don't. Right. Stop. Um, Stop, right. people. Well, I'll tell you what. Colin, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for our next Oh, my God. Here. Brandon, this brings us to the, the saddest point oh, in any podcast. It is sort of the end of our show. But before we actually reach the end, we, of course, always rank. Sing a song. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we always Co- rank the Pokemon. Yeah, no. Colin is unfortunately still Mary Poppins in his uh, inner being. So he thinks everything ends in a song. But, Look up in the clouds. Uh, no, there. we actually uh, we rank the Pokemon. Based mm-hmm. on where we think they exist. But before we rank the Pokemon, we sing a song. Hit it! Oh, Venusaur, you have big claws. You like to go roar. You have a plant on your back. It grows up very far. And then... <laughs> oh, was the song still going? I thought it might I have. didn't know you actually wanted to do a song. Well, I no, I didn't, but you wanted to, and then we were feeling the vibes. I was just doing a bit. I knew we weren't going to sing a song. Hit it! <laughs> Oh, Venusaur, you have a flower, it grows upon your back. When people see you, they all say, Ack, 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 ack. Because you are so very big, you are a planty guy. Venusaur, I smoked your leaves and now I am so high. Hey! That was really good. I should have let you go the whole time the first time. Yo, honestly, I liked the second one better than what I was going to say. 
Amazing. So anyway, he, there's that song. But now before we do a song, we rank the Pokemon. Just kidding. After we did that <laughs> song, we are going to rank these Pokemon. What right. a mess. All right. And we're ranking them not based on any particular criterion. It's sort of an overall view. Strength, how they look, how nice they are as people or as Pokemon. Uh, just sort of a grand view of how we feel the Pokemon ranking. And this is conclusive and it is objective. Uh, and it is based on it. just what we have covered so far. So currently, uh, Ivysaur is our number one Pokemon. That's right. Ivysaur over Bulbasaur. Uh, yeah. Bulbasaur is number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And that's the whole list as of right now. That's correct. Except for today. Um, so, Colin, uh, I guess we'll just shout out a number right now, right? Does right. that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, here we go. We're going to shout out a number oh. that we think oh. for, for Venusaur. All right? Ready? Ready? Three. Three. Two, one, two. Yay! Yay! All right. Also, that's the strangest way to count down to saying another number. (laughs) Three, two, one, two. Okay, amazing, amazing, amazing. So, okay, so the current power rankings for Pokemon in our uh, expert opinions is number one. Ivysaur. Number two. Venusaur. And number three. Bulbasaur. Yes, that means that Titchity Witchity is right in there at, at sweet the number, yep, at, right yep, in yep. the middle. Right uh, in the middle. And if you disagree, that's fine. Just know you're wrong. You can tweet at us with your opinions at Brandon Zellman or at Colin Gossel. Uh, hashtag Venusaur. Ha- t- hashtag Tippity Witchity. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, us what yeah. you think. Um, so that's it for us. I'm Brandon Zellman. You can find me on Twitter at Brandon Zellman. Uh, you can see me at every other Wednesday at UCB Theater East Village on uh, UCB Lloyd Night. Uh, and right across from me is Colin Gossel. My name is Colin Gossel. And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Gossel. And you can also see me every Tuesday night at the Magnet Theater doing Musical Megawatt with a Musical Megawatt team whose name is TBD. But we're thinking... TBD? We're that thinking might be, that's maybe a good High tip, Noon or maybe Winston because we all like Overwatch. We all like playing Overwatch. Huh. Like video games. All right. Well, that's it for that. And I'll tell you what, folks. Um, if you have any thoughts about this episode, feel free to tweet at us at Brandon Zellman at Colin Gossel with the hashtag Venusaur. If you're listening to our older episodes, use those older Pokemon hashtags. Uh, send us your questions, your comments, segment ideas, art, fart, start, anything you like. We love you so much. Have a great one. Bye. Who is that?